Well, this is lovely and it's an absolute shocker, really, because it's a, a tribute to John Lord, who, of course, was from Leicestershire, and it's put together by the BBC for the local East Midlands news. And it's a sweet little piece and one that I wouldn't always expect local news teams, particularly BBC news teams, to come up with. It's narrated by Rick Wakeman, who knew John Lord in a very warm way. And it doesn't just do a sort of this is who he was, this is who he played with, you know, um, it's not my kind of thing, here's the weather. It's not like that. It's it takes you, you know, it takes you to Leicester de Montford Hall, where um, which I've never seen actually. Heard so much about it, never seen it, never seen outside or inside. Really lovely building. Not the kind of hall I expected. I expected it to be something like Manchester Apollo, which is right in the centre of town, more or less. And you know, and it's 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 not. It's quite a, it's quite a sort of grand little little uh, venue. It's very very sweet. Um, they go, they talk, you know, um, Wakeman goes to have a look at the archives. Um, they talk about him, uh, his father playing sax um, and him seeing him play sax at the De Montfort Hall. Also seeing Buddy Holly there talking about that he wanted to be an actor. And later on, there's a, a picture that um, that Wakeman sees from the archives, from his school, um, of a production in which he's, he's in Richard III playing uh, the Duchess of York. So he shows that to to Ian Paces, and I think this is him here. And it's, it's beautifully done, really beautiful. He doesn't do it to take the Mickey, you know. A lot of people say that Wakeman takes the Mickey and all of that, and and I understand that, but not in this, not in this little piece at all. It's done really, really fondly. They look at his old reports about him. Uh, he said, headmaster not giving him a good report and Wakeman saying, you know, a lot of musicians get this. It doesn't mean they're thick. It just means that they put all their lives into music. He wanted to be an actor too, you know. Um, we hear about how he um, made the sound early on of the hammer. Now he pushed it round, made it howl and squeal, you know. Um, they talk a lot about the concerto, of course they do. Pace saying how it worked first and him, him having a little bit saying saying wait 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 seven minutes then then wait for the then then two big bangs and then look at look at the conductor and <laughs> so they did it that way you know and it's um it was so successful that people thought it was a new direction to the band Peter, uh, you know pace says you know ian pace says that they turn up to, to to gigs and they'd say not got the uh, the orchestra with you then so no no not tonight it, it's really lovely Lovely that you know. There's odd little bits with Ian Pace saying, "I was born in Nottingham, still a Forest fan." He was born in Leicester, wasn't too bothered about Leicester City. Was pleased when they won, wasn't too bothered when they lost. But him being a very sweet, lovely, never a, a crossed word, such a lovely, gentle man and a gentleman. And I've heard that so often. You know, they talk about purple, of course. Don't talk much about it, which is actually really quite refreshing they talk about certain parts of purple you know the concerto and how he wanted to push his music and when he left how that was handled with Don Airy with the lights going down Don Airy going and suddenly the lights coming up and Lord there and him talking about how he you know he knew he 
wanted to leave Purple, but at that point he didn't want to leave them. You know, when he's playing these songs, he's thinking, this will be the last time I play this then. You know, and then them rounding everything off with the concerto back on again, you know, and him working on it and we see him working on it, how lovely he is, how open he is with everyone. And Waitman says that he was a very intelligent man, but he wore his intelligence very lightly. It's a beautiful, um, a beautiful way of putting it. And Waitman talks about never having worked with him until 2011 when they wrote something together and he said it's one of the easiest things I've ever written. It was so easy to do, so lovely to do. It's something to stumble across on YouTube, but you know, it's really lovely. It's so fond, so heartfelt. The guy from the Leicester Mercury is there saying, you know, he talked to me a lot, I interviewed him a lot, and he was, he wasn't someone who would say, I don't really want to talk to a local newspaper. He always had that link and wanted to speak to them. You know, know, it's testament to the loveliness of the man. And seeing him interviewed, he clearly is an intelligent, um, you know, boisterous and just really caring person. And, you know, that's certainly reflected in this piece. It's not going to give it a a score. They're they're, they're really, that that would be to cheapen it. Because really, this is a beautiful valedictory testament to the man's character and talent. And he will be much missed. Ta-ta.